the teacher's cup of coffee so excited to be here with you again you know at my school we just finished all the state testing and you know we got one week left till memorial day and this is just that time of year where it can be so fun if, if you have positive relationships with the kids it's just such a fun time of year the end is in sight we're able to sort of understand that there's four weeks or so left and uh, just really fun time to be in schools, try some new things, try some hands-on projects, that kind of stuff. So I'm glad to be back here in the Teacher's Cup of Coffee. So today we're going to talk about something totally different. You know, I, I sort of thought that I would come on tonight and try to inspire everyone to try a new project or try some new instructional strategy. And instead, we're going in a different way. I do want to inspire you to try something new, but it's going to be all about taking care of yourself. Education is tough. Teaching, counseling, administrating, whatever you do, it is tough and we are winding down. But that said, it's a good time to try some new things to take care of ourselves that if we get some momentum with them this year, we can just pick them up in September right where we left off and already have some positive momentum. Because remember, when we hit the ground running in September, we think we're going to do all these new things. It's a really hard time to do new things because there's so many things you have to get done in September. So if you can make the stuff we're going to talk about today into a routine now, it's going to be much easier to start it back up in September. So I'm reading a book from one of my favorite authors. His name is Daniel H. Pink. This book is called WHEN, W-H-E-N. It's WHEN, The Scientific Secrets of Perfect Timing. This book is all about how other books say how to do things or what to do. And in this book, Daniel Pink is talking about when to do things. He's really looking at different times of the day, different times of the year. It's sort of a study of time. And he kind of presupposes that if we understand when we should be doing things, it's going to actually help us immensely, not just how and what. So to cut through, what I really want to focus on is most people have sort of an arc of their day. For most people, positive mood rises in the morning. So in the morning, we kind of get some momentum into our day. Our energy level keeps going up. Then in the early afternoon, we have a major dip. Just for some of us, it's a complete crash from sometime in the afternoon where we just run out of energy from the day. And then ideally, for most people, again, there's a rise back up in the evening. So it's sort of energy rising in the morning, a deep trough in the afternoon or a big drop, and then sort of a recovery in the evening. He calls it a peak in the morning, a trough in the afternoon, and then a rebound in the evening. So for those of us that sort of follow this routine of the day, this is really important for us to understand. And that's what Pink is talking about. Because if we understand that we're going to go through this flow, then we can really do some things that will help us be better off in the afternoon, first of all. And we can also make sure that we're doing things at the right time of day to be the most effective. So the first thing I'm going to say is Pink tells us that we should do our most important work in our peak time. So what this means is if you're like most people and sort of throughout the morning your energy is rising, you're at your sharpest as the morning progresses, then this is not a time we should do mundane tasks. This is a time that we should be lesson planning or this is a time that we should be grading papers. This is not a time that we should be organizing our desk. This is not a time that we should be emailing, you know, 
Those things can wait till the afternoon. What we need to do in the morning are the hardest things. And I would say that this is why sometimes it's so hard. We think we're going to grade papers at the end of the day, right? But then the kids leave and here we are staring at a stack of papers and we're exhausted. The last thing we want to do is read through all these papers and grade them. That's because that's really hard work. That takes a lot of analysis and that takes us being sharp. And therefore, we need to find those days when we have our prep in the morning and we need to put things like grading papers in that spot and then we need to save stuff like organizing our desk or just going through emails for the afternoon when we're in our trough when we're in our dip so be aware of which part of your day you are in and do your toughest work in the times that are your peak which for most people are the mornings another one he talks about is to take restorative breaks to overcome the negative effects of the trough. He talks a lot about, all right, it's almost afternoon. I'm about to start hitting my trough. I'm about to hit my dip. What can I do to put it off as long as possible or to make it not as big of a dip as usual? And he talks about restorative breaks. So what are restorative breaks? Well, they can be very short. They can be just five minutes. They could even be a micro break, which is less than a minute, but they can be very short. During these breaks, it is much better for our body and our our brains for us to be moving than to be stationary. So it's not the type of break where we sit down and do nothing. This is the type of break where we should be moving. It's also better to do this socially than on our own. So if we can find someone else who needs a quick break with us or needs a quick break and take it with us, that is going to be better than doing it alone. Also, being outside beats being inside. So if, let's say we got five minutes, we should be moving, we should be with somebody else, and if possible, we should go outside. And finally, we got to be fully detached. We got to completely, we can't talk about work. We can't vent about kids. We can't vent about principals or administration. We got to be fully detached. And we also should not be on our phones. When we're staring at our phones or checking our social media, that does not give us a restorative break. That is not a break. So we should not be on our phones. So if we take restorative breaks, they will be short. It's better to be moving than it is to be stationary. It's better to be social than to be alone. It's better to be outside than to be inside. And we must be fully detached from work and from our cell phone. So here's quick four quick ideas from all of this um, that I think could work for us right away. Don't, I think it's really important to understand that for the break to help us, we have to be fully detached from work. You know, so many of us, when we get a break from the kids, we spend the entire break venting about the kids or venting about school or venting about administration, whatever it might be, venting about colleagues. And and we like to think that this venting is going to help. It doesn't help. You know, it's important to vent sometimes in quick bursts. But if we're really trying to get our energy level back and be at our best, we want to be completely detached from work. So a quick one, this is number one for me. Don't waste your short lunch period venting. Talk about stuff other than work. Enjoy your lunch talking about things you like talking about. Don't waste your time venting during lunch. Number two. Don't waste the first five minutes of your prep staring in a daze at all of your paperwork. How common is that? Kids leave, we take a deep breath, we slouch down on our desk, and we just sort of take a few minutes where we're just completely out of it and sort of daunted by the task ahead of us that we need to get done in the next 45 minutes. That is not what we should do. As soon as the kids leave, go outside for a five-minute walk right away. Just go outside. If you can bring somebody with you, bring them. Don't talk about work and go for a five-minute walk outside. Number three, 
Don't try to respond to annoying parent emails right after dismissal. And don't try to grade papers right after dismissal. This is when you are in your complete physical and cognitive slump. And this terrible task is going to feel even worse. Those tough things like responding to annoying parents or grading papers or writing big lesson plans, they need to go in the morning, maybe even in the evening. But they can't go in the early afternoon when we're just in a slump and what's already a tough task is going to feel worse and it's going to take longer and we're going to do not as good a job. And finally, number four, find a friend to schedule some consistent breaks with. They don't need to be long. These breaks can be short, but get moving, talk about non-work stuff and get some fresh air. You know, this is the time to try these things. We, there, there's little pockets of our day. We are all pressed for time. Education is crazy with the demands it puts on our time, especially from bell in the morning to bell in the afternoon. But there's still, there's still these pockets of time where we can take these restorative breaks, talk to each other, walk with each other, have some movement, detach from school, detach from our phone. And then when we get back in our classroom, we're going to find that we're revved up, we're charged up. You know, one thing it makes me think about is you'll see teachers and staff go out to get coffees. And when they get back from getting the coffee, they'll just feel so much better. They haven't even had a sip of the coffee yet. What's really getting them going in that moment is stepping out of school, moving and doing something other than talking about work. And so I think that's just the perfect example. We need to incorporate these restorative breaks as often as we can. This time of year, we can try new things and start new routines. Education is tough. It's really tough. I'm begging you. You got to try some of these ideas because it is so important to take care of yourselves. We need momentum, not just in helping kids, but taking care of ourselves. We hope you have a great week. It's great to be back on the microphone and be back with you. Thank you for joining us here on the Teacher's Cup of Coffee, and we will see you again soon. Take those breaks. Everybody, no more sleeping in bed. Oh, wake up, everybody.